What is going on, all the marvelous people out there? We are back for another episode of Power to the Ground podcast, uh, going over some round two action at Thunder Valley. Uh, and it was a good race. Um, till we get into it, let me jump on over here. Throwing off my game a little bit, just jumped on like maybe three minutes ago, trying to get everything typed in and all ready to go. Tiller's hanging out in the dark. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead and give Sean over there a bro taco hot sauce. A uh, big old shout out, brotacofoods.com. Use the code PTTG for 20% off your order. Also, a big shout out, Sunstar sprockets and chains sunstar-breaking.com email support use anything to do with pttg and get you 30 percent off of your next order also don't forget to stop over to power the number two theground.com get in on some pickums i got a big old goose egg this weekend for some pickums i was uh in a place without cell service and i completely forgot to even try to set my thing but uh <clears throat> by the time i did remember i realized i had absolutely zero cell service and i couldn't even sneak it in but uh yeah stop on over do a little bit better than me make sure that you play next week i know i will i can't miss two weeks in a row that'll be bad but it's okay i've not had a chance to do the math yet but i imagine based on the results that it's probably might be a a low scoring weekend for some people. Two low scoring weekends in a row. Well, you know, we're not quite at the point where we've got the exact same five people in the in the top five or a weekend like we finished off with Supercross. Yeah, I mean, the only three or the only two that I don't see being there, the majority of the weekends are seen Cirillo and Barsha. Can't even can't even lie about that one. That's uh, and, and with two fifties, I don't see it getting shaken up much more than what it is with recent injuries. So yeah, yeah, two fifties. I don't I don't see changing up a whole lot more than that. One or two, yeah, two max. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, yeah. we'll see. That's uh, there was a lot of battling back and forth though. This like, was some was, exciting racing. Yeah, that's Ferranda, Cincerillo, and Roxon in particular were definitely giving it the sauce, man. Like they were getting after it. Yeah, I didn't think the 450s would have have battling right there at the front like it did. It uh, it paid off for the fans a lot more than I was expecting. Um, yeah. I don't really know what I was expecting after last weekend, but I didn't think that <laughs> the top three would be would be battling the whole time like that. Well, I mean, usually you get what your your top one or two will kind of run out a couple seconds, and then you get your battle like three through fifth or third through fifth, you know. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's just kind of like a, a train of people shuffling about. That's kind of like the two fifties turned out to be. Yeah, where there yeah. was some action and around the top right at the very beginning. And some moves were made. Those settled, and then the the fun stuff was was back there. Oh yeah. Well, it's you also have to remember those those top guys. E- even 
even Barsha. Barsha's always been pretty decent outdoors, you know. But like Roxon, Ferrandez, Seen Cirillo, Plessinger. Um, I'm surprised Marv's not up there. He seems to be having some more problems, like like he was in Supercross. Um, but those four guys in particular, I would have no problem saying that they will be somewhere towards the top for the <coughs> excuse me for the vast majority of the motos. You know, I mean, those mm-hmm. guys are are very fast. Seen Cirillo still make some some weird mistakes, you know, um, but he's fast, and you can't deny that. You know, uh, Roxon is is always he might have always been one of the fastest guys in the four fifties in general, no matter where they're kind of running. Um, but he seems to uh, the batteries are recharged. Man, we'll see how long they stay charged, but yeah. He's uh he's moving out pretty good, so hopefully it all works out. So do we just want to start with the four fifties then, since we already kind of rolled into it? Just officially make it. Sure. My start. my captions on the right hand side of the screen mean absolutely nothing about the way that this show is going to go. So <laughs> that's I don't know why I just I just jumped in and it it happened. I I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> that'll happen sometimes that'll oh happen. yeah um so yeah for the the 450 overall results we had mr ken roxon going with a 1-1 uh and then dylan finished with a dylan Francis finished with a 2-2 on the weekend adam cincerulo 3-6 justin barsha was fourth overall with a 7-3 aaron blessinger with a five four, and then Chase Sexton because of, I just want to touch on it because of the way the scoring works, he gets a five four for a sixth overall. Just just how scoring works in in outdoors, um, yeah. And then so that leaves us with a championship right now. Ken still got the lead, ninety points over Dylan Frandis with eighty nine points, um, so not too big of a lead there. Aaron Blessinger's in third overall for the championship. That's pretty exciting. 74 yeah. points. 16, four, 16 points back after four motos isn't isn't too bad. But, granted, only four motos out of 24 in. But if if Ken and Dylan, you know, effectively go 1-2-1-2-1-2 with some threes thrown in every now and then, that 16 is going to turn into a lot and make it harder to catch up on. Unless oh, yeah. they both, you know, have have the the bad motos with goose eggs. Uh, Justin Barsh is in fourth with sixty nine points. That's appropriate with his gear this weekend. That's um, <laughs> Chase Sexton's in fifth with sixty seven points, and then just because it's sixth place, Adam, I wouldn't have guessed that. I just wouldn't have thought that he was in sixth place in the championship after his speed last weekend and everything. But then when you consider what happened to him both weekends, six makes sense. Uh, yeah. And that's, oh, that's you mean, where we uh, are. Crashing. Yeah. 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 We end up on the ground. Instead of- yeah. That, that little bit, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of crashes, there was, uh, I am 
surprised if Ferranda saved it when he almost yard sailed it off the side just before I think it was the uh, finish line when he yeah right there on the the right hander he just yeah shot straight just off gone I guess I that's what he figured that he lost his rear brake yeah you think that's like joking aside I wonder if that was the if that's the moment where his rear brake just went out was right before that and that's why he went flying so fast off the side I don't know. Those two were pushing each other, though, so it's hard yeah. to say. Um, it could have been a number of things. He could have just saw that that was the only only way off the off of not going into something else or eating it was to just go flying off the track right there and then stop when he got off the track. Oh yeah. And then uh, speaking of old Kenny Roxon with the red plate again, I'm just gonna say the red plate does look nice on a Honda because especially the HRCs because all the colors just work out. You yeah, know. The, it's the right red for the red plate. Yeah. yeah. I, I still remember seeing um, the first time he got it in Supercross this year. Oh, yeah. I it saw some nice. photos of it, and I, I had to admit, it does look good on a Honda. Now, here's the question, though. How long does he keep it for? Well, since we're talking about it, and this is this is the thing. He he killed it at the beginning of Supercross. He was there. He was doing well. He might have had a few small mistakes, up. but he was still yeah. He was still killing it. He was winning, you know. Um, and then something turned around, and he stopped winning. Uh, you know, and it's not that he just started performing outright terribly, where he started in tenth, finished in tenth, kind of thing. He. He was doing something else, you know. We've talked about that over and over and over again. But I don't. I think he obviously has to keep doing this as long as he can. That's the super obvious point. In case something happens and he needs to just salvage it at the end, of yeah. course, if everybody else behind him can't stay consistent, you know, for some reason, maybe. It ends up the you know second through sixth every weekend ends up being a completely different range of guys and it's not Dylan behind him every weekend you know so maybe he's just getting just enough points over the other why everybody else is swapping like a salad bowl, um, but I dude I I couldn't I'll make bets all day long on some dumb stuff I've got no way of predicting what he's gonna do this is. I would have never said that he'd go um, have, you know, win the second, third, and fourth motos of the season. I, I don't know. And I think his history kind of shows that you can't, I don't know. I don't think there's any way you can't predict it. I'm thinking he's going to hold on to it until the first week of August. Because uh-huh. the first week of August is when it's going to get start getting hot. And they're gonna start heading up into like the northern Midwest area where it starts getting real humid. And I don't know. Let's, Just based on what we've Unadilla seen. Unadilla is the first August one, right? Unadilla, then they go Bud's Creek, so. Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. gets hot, dude. And given his past, I don't know if he's going to hold on to it. 
we might How end up. How do you think being, it's going to be at high point at the end of the month? The end of this month? Mm-hmm. Well, this weekend here, while we were out racing, it was, well, I showed you the temperature. Mm-hmm. And it was high humidity too. You know, I mean, it was, it floated. I think that thermometer at my house hit like 100, 103. Um, but it was an average of like 90 all weekend and high humidity. The only reason I didn't melt being a fat, hairy kid is because I am outside all the time anyway. So I was kind of used to it, but like at the, uh, the late model race that I was at Saturday night, man, there was people falling out everywhere. There was heat casualties everywhere. So, yeah. So it's, I mean, when it gets hot around here, it gets hot, you know, I mean, it's not unlike, um, the inner Carolinas, you know, out towards mm-hmm. the mountains where you don't get that sea breeze, man. You get just hot, sticky. Ugh. Yeah. And in, in the past, Ken hasn't done very good with that. Well, I think that's the thing, the interesting, I mean, it's definitely an interesting point because in Supercross, I mean, it wasn't clearly health stuff, you know, where it, at least... Maybe it's because it was talked about more. It wasn't physical and it, health. And it was, the, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as obviously physical health. Um, but maybe, you know, Supercross in 2019, maybe because it was talked about more, it was just kind of assumed that his fading was health issues. And he was kind of leading, leading that direction too with some of what he was saying. And he never said it this year. So maybe, you know, you know it didn't, it just didn't feel like, health issues they were causing him to fade late in the races or make mistakes and never recover after maybe a heart rate spike or something like that um i know there was talks about him having ebv um nobody ever confirmed it yes or no um and that's when he took time to like stop training stop didn't race outdoors last year um just really hung out came up with this new Zen Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it is logically a physical health issue. I don't know if it's a mental health issue, but when the going gets hard, we haven't seen Kenny rocks and get going either. Yep. So I don't know. That's kind of my thing. And I think when it gets hot, it gets dirty, it gets muggy. We start possibly seeing some outdoor mutters, you know, stuff like that. I don't know if if Kenny's gonna get going, man. That's that's my thing. Yeah. Because you know? when You're it's gonna give it how many uh-huh. how many races of non podium in a row before before we can call it as a Oh, oh! Here comes the down, downward, downward spiral. I would, I would probably say three weeks, not necessarily motos. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is outdoors. Weird, weird shit happens, man. You can go, what, like seven and four, and still get third. It just depends on what the forty other guys are doing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. <laughs> I would have to say probably probably three weekends 
it in a row. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I think that would be enough to be a consistent, like, oh, this isn't just a weird, oh, yeah. a weird weekend. And don't forget who he's been battling with, too. That's old mm-hmm. Dylan Ferrandez. That dude is good outdoors. I Rookie stuff aside, that dude's been riding 450s for a while now. Everybody knows it. When he goes and practices all last, or all, what, like, the two years before he actually bumped up to 450s, all his practices were on 450s. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, <clears throat> I guess he came out a little slow in, in Supercross because he was still nursing an injury. So as we saw him start to progress towards the end of Supercross, I, I really believe that was him getting over his injury. And mm-hmm. we're actually seeing the Dylan Ferrandez that we all kind of expected, at least I expected, outdoors. You know, he, he's he's healthy, he's fast. That dude can ride any bike. You know, you could probably put him on an RMZ and he'd be up there battling in the top five. Mm-hmm. It's just that dude outdoors is something else that I don't he, think... He definitely displays riding skill. Yeah. Ability to manhandle the bike out there. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that definitely, like you said, it definitely depends on who he's battling and what happens with the rest of it. I think it'll be... And you have seen Cirillo. He's not afraid to throw an elbow. Um, and you no, have Plessinger. Throwing elbows on each other. He was throwing elbows with Kenny uh, this weekend. Yeah. Which was kind of exciting. And you got Plessinger, who's not afraid to check somebody into a tunnel wall. So... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's... I mean, that that's the big thing. It, it's just kind of... You have to look at Kenny in a vacuum and then Kenny versus the other guys that he's been battling so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, yeah. And that's, it's going to, cause I just don't see, I don't know. Maybe it is just different this year. And cause Coop, I don't know. It's, it's so hard. We're only four out of 24. And, <laughs> I feel like I broke you, man. Like that was a pretty deep question to start it off with. Yeah, I just I, just looking at it and this isn't what I expected. This isn't what I wanted to see. I don't I because it's so different than what we expected. I don't even know how I could mentally process it staying this way for the rest of the even if the top five just juggles you know with one or two uh, yeah. jumping in there it would be exciting because it's because it is so different but i don't i don't know i so don't know the, the i'm not disappointed is- that webb's not up there you know it is what it yeah. is. i never even screw the supercross hangover thing he's just i don't know he's Where's not once in the past four or five years has he been you know up there you know there's plenty of other guys that could be up there yeah. marv's he that's uh, last year he could be up there to be honest, I expected kind of Roxon and Sexton to be a little flip flopped, you know. Oh, for sure. Well, Sexton did say this weekend. He just admitted it. He said I just sucked this weekend. He said he yeah. thought he started one of the motos in second gear. I think. Um, I don't know. So yeah, when yeah when he I think what was it one of them he he just straight up said that was his phrase his uh his exact quote was I just sucked this weekend. Well, I guess if he says it, nobody else has to, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're just willing to say you suck this weekend, then you just suck this weekend. Um, there's not much else to it. Um, I, let's see. 
Aaron, AP obviously had a good weekend. Dude, AP has always done decent, even on Factory Star, where everybody else has really faltered. AP still did pretty decent outdoors, man. Oh, yeah. He he was never less than (laughs) decent at all. Um, It's just exciting to see him him and Craig and Dylan, all three, all three of the Yamaha guys are up there. Granted, they're all good oh, talent, yeah. right? But it's not like, oh, there's just one guy on the bike that knows how to ride it. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's a good bike, good team. They got a solid roster. So that's exciting to see something like that instead of, well, I, you can't say we're only four motors in again. You can't really say that Ken and Chase are miles apart. No, I can't still, say they're still Chase five is miles apart, apart from, from anybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with it being only four in, you're Roger DeCoster. You got to put together the Motor Designations team right now. Who's your 450 guys? Now keep in mind, where is it this year? USA. I don't remember. I don't know. Wherever Team USA is going to spend a bunch of money to get their ass kicked, I don't think it really matters. Yeah. But is it even picked for 2021? I don't even know if they're doing it this year, to be honest with you. Apparently, they have it scheduled for Imola in Italy. Huh. That's not a sand track, I don't think. Isn't that where it was like two years ago? I can't remember. I don't. I remember Redbud and the MotoGP track with way too much sand on it. That's really all I remember. Yeah, that's the one where I was thinking of the one where it's a built track in a normal racing stadium. I don't know why the name. No, okay, this is not it at all. Um, so so it's there. Based, are we based right now? Damn. Now remember, it's Team USA, and I'll even give you some alternates to fill Team Puerto Rico, dude. September twenty fifth, September. Right now, AP's going. Oh yeah. And then, do I do another four fifty guy for the the third? Right? Isn't that what? what you do one yeah, 450, uh, 250, and then another guy for the. Yeah, I it's like two 450s and one 250, I think. Yeah. AP. And all the politics stuff aside, like Kawasaki saying none of our guys will ever run a Moto's designations, you know. Like Chase. 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 Yeah. I can't hate on that, dude. Chase is young and fast, man, and AP's got that. He's got that old man speed going right now. I think Chase. I like Chase as an option because I'm not worried about his fitness. Yeah, and I think making him go overseas and potentially messing with his training schedule for a couple weeks. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I think I think that kid's just in shape. If I can keep him mentally focused and not making mental errors, I'm not worried about his fitness and that schedule messing with him at all. He's he's young. He can handle that. What bike are you taking? <clears throat> For that track? 
Hmm. I don't have a preference. Not no. 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 I don't. I think it could be like if they wanted to stick to one. If it had to be one or the other. If I wasn't sure exactly who was going to race, you know, the open the the big boy four fifty class. That track, I don't know, the Honda, Kenny obviously makes the Honda work outdoors this year. You know, I'd say, I think that was kind of part of the hesitation this year going into it too, you know, with the, with the, with the new bike. This is the first year they've got that new bike outdoors. Um, spending time on it, you know, would these guys be able to do well on it? They're clearly doing okay on it, so maybe it's not bad. So you're taking AP, the Honda, dude? AP's good on the Yamaha. I think it would be easier to make AP adjust to the Honda if he had to like ride one or the other than it would be to get Chase to get used to the Yamaha if he had to ride, if he ended up riding that bike. But I'll admit Just, I'm not uh, 100% like on the formatting or? rules. Well, yeah, because I think if we I think we've said it before that the Yamaha is the weird, quote air quote you know weirdest yeah. of the of the four fifties. And that it probably takes the most to get used to as far as a, a engine tuning yeah. feel. And then it might be easier on a track on tracks that are prepped like they usually are in Europe, that maybe it's easier for AP to say, well, here, write a, a normal-ish 450 than it is to try <laughs> to... Don't to try, try to lag in this pig, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, instead of and try to get like instead of trying to get chased to be like, well, get used to the massive power hit that this thing has, and we'll try to figure out how to tune it around. You know, you who yeah. is clearly a little bit more. I can't disagree with that. Heavy-handed yeah. throttle. Yeah, let's uh, give you a milder motor with a more flexible frame versus a a crazy motor with a little bit a little bit more rigid. Yeah, but if yeah. I thought that the Yamaha just had a distinct advantage out of any of the bikes that our guys would go with, and I was worried about that, I'd say let's send AP and Christian Craig. Yeah, I mean it's really not a fair fight. You know, those dudes are still running like legit works bikes, mm -hmm. and it's uh our legit work bikes here now are like Ryan Engineering Triple Trees Endo, like a Works Chassis Labs engine mount. Watch yeah. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You know? laughs> We're bringing yeah. the heat. Bring oh, Michael Lindsay sending us some parts. Get out of the way. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, it's uh, a, yeah, I don't know. Um, while we're on the 450s, let's have a moment of silence for Zach Osborne. He's not winning the championship again this year. No. I heard that his back has been flaring up, though. I mean, yeah, he was he was open. I guess the I guess the kicker there is like, what does flaring up really mean? Because I was I assumed that it was constantly bothering him, and this was just him. If he was going to do it, it was going to be him managing the pain this year. And Maybe the pain's not getting manageable. Yeah, I don't, I, there's I, I'm not a doctor by any means. I can barely put a bandaid on my finger. I don't. 
I don't know shit about a, like a bulging or herniated disc or if they're the same thing. But if he's dealing with one of those, it doesn't sound good. I don't want somebody talking about that while I'm eating dinner. I don't know how I can ride when it comes to four motos with something that sounds like a bulging disc in your back. Yeah. You know, and we talked about it before the season, like the, the things he admitted he can't do for training because it's uncomfortable. How is he going to ride 24 motos and beat himself up if he can't do specific things for training because it's uncomfortable? Even if he's just saving his energy, he's like, well, I'm not going to wear myself out doing training that's uncomfortable, but I've got the mental fortitude to go suck it up and bust ass for 24 motos. That's still. And it's a hundred percent. Yeah. On a motocross bike. In outdoors. It's not like fun. Yeah. It does not sound like fun to me. I mean, I wouldn't blame him. I'd, I'd hate it that he couldn't defend the title, but I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. I would. The last thing I would want any of these guys to do is go out there and bust their back so hard trying to defend a title for no reason and that they end up walking around, you know, hunched over for the rest of their lives. That's not, it's not oh, worth yeah. it. Or end up like, uh, what's that, Jesse Nelson, I think, yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, wheelchairs, nothing, man. You don't. It's not worth it. Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. Hope maybe he just just had a really bad weekend and something gets figured out and he can he can come back come back hard. Um, did even Eli's interview uh, after race interviews this weekend? The swap one was a little uh, weird. He, I, there was a moment there where I thought he was just gonna walk off but he just kept talking, you know, maybe he realized how like mean he sounded or oh, frustrated, yeah. not maybe not necessarily like aggro mean, but just frustrated. And so, I mean, oh, he has every right to be frustrated though. And I can't imagine I'd be pissed if he didn't seem frustrated. Yeah. Right. Like oh. if he was just like, eh, it is what it is. And I'd be like, okay, you know, yeah. fuck you too, buddy. But like, it's, I just, I mean, to your point, yeah, I guess if he didn't seem frustrated, I would be upset. So it's nice to see him frustrated. And that so that that kind of is like, well, he obviously cares a little bit, hopefully. Yeah. Well, damn, man. Plus, you have to figure that that team dynamic under that tent right now is probably a little weird because it has been confirmed without being confirmed officially that he's leaving anyway. So it can't it has to be weird, man. It's almost, I don't know. It's like when somebody puts their two weeks in at work, you know, you're like, I, I don't, you know, like yeah, there's do, definitely a chance do whatever you can, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But Well, I think if it weren't for, I mean, it comes down to a lot of different things like management strategies and management tactics about how they want things to work there underneath that tent, you know, how they're really running it. But I think the thing that keeps coming back to that, that everyone keeps there's some people keep talking about and pointing at as a good point is he still gets paid money to win races. It's not like he just has to finish out the contract and he gets paid what he gets paid. He still has the opportunity to make a shit ton of money this summer. Yeah. But if you're not comfortable and the people around you aren't comfortable because there's this weird elephant hanging out in the room. Yeah. He ain't going to win shit, dude. Yeah, and then also at the same point in time, too, 
my devil's advocate to that argument that I don't really believe is just the thought is that he also has a shit ton of money and maybe at the, you know, like to your point, if he's not comfortable and he doesn't think he can win races anyways, I'm not going to risk myself to get hurt for money. I might not win because I don't think I'm really there when I've got a shit ton of the money in the bank anyways. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. You could go. I've, I've had this argument with myself plenty of times ever since that Kawasaki announced that he's not coming back. But even more since seeing his results the past four motos, you could go so many different ways with it. And I don't. And that I have a hard time saying it's not. He might. I don't care. I don't care. All the way up until he straps those goggles on over his eyeballs mm-hmm. and clicks that thing down into first gear. Man, he might say he doesn't care. But at the end of the day, that dude's a racer, man. He could be on a freaking pedal bike and somebody says, ready, set, go. And he's going to give it everything that he has. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's not, I, I can't, I can't get behind the whole, he's just cruising around to cruise around argument. You know, I think he's just having a shitty year from start to finish, man. Yeah. And, I don't think he's a guy that could handle in internally whether for public perception of your ego or just personal ego of knowing that you did what you did i don't think he's the kind of guy that could handle himself at the end of september if he didn't think he really fucking tried yeah no i like you i, you're, I can't you, buy you, that to your point yeah you don't you don't end up being a professional like that yeah. by just being like oh well, i don't care you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That's a, uh, quick shout out to Wayne. Wayne, why are you ready for next round? Uh, smoker. Awesome to hear that you got your, uh, got your certificate in the mail, man. Glad we got it all straightened out. But so it's, star. Uh, right. What about, uh, what about some 250s? 250s. Let's see. Let's jump on these 250 overall results. We've we went pretty hard in the paint on the old on the old 450s, man. It's always you know sometimes when you're sitting there and you're watching some of it, you're like, yeah, there's some exciting racing. You know, and you're like I'm you know making and now we're, notes, and then all of a sudden you just start talking about it, and it's like I forgot how you know. Now we're 40 minutes into an hour and a half podcast, and we've only done like 33% of what we wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the 250 overall results for the weekend were Mr. Justin Cooper with a 2-2, Jet Lawrence with a 4-1, Hunter Lawrence finishing off the Lawrence podium with a 5-3, Kazmoto scoring, and Joe Smoda in fourth place with a 6-4 <laughs> on the weekend. And then Colt Nichols with a 9-5. Honorable mention because of Moto scoring and certain uh, people falling out. Garrett Marshbanks with 7-7 for a sixth. I liked his interview, though. Oh, speaking of interviews, did you catch the post-race press conference with Weege? This one? No, I haven't yeah. had a chance. To, I didn't get a chance Dude, to watch that one. Go yet. back and look at it. About 30 minutes in, 
they get after Barsha about the old anal gear, dude. It is. Oh, hilarious. did they bring it up in the press conference? Oh yeah, it's great. Oh, Sorry, great. I, I couldn't help it, man. But I uh, can't, I can't remember who did the it. interview with uh, March Banks. I think it was it was either Swap or Weege, but it was actually pretty good, man. Like, I I know he did a like superbly bonehead move in Supercross when he took out McAdoo, but. I mean, oh no! Yeah, I watched. I watched the March Banks um, one that Swap did with him after the race, where yeah. he was talking about. He was giving a lot of props to his team too. Yeah, coming out and they're 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 putting it together. I yeah. don't know why when you when we started talking about him for some reason, Hampshire jumped in my brain. I was like, that is clearly not March Banks, but okay. same video though. Yeah, it was. I think he was right after March Banks actually. So maybe that's where the cross is coming from. Um, who does who posts the press conference? The press conference for outdoors. I think it was on Racer X. It's not on Racer X right now. Huh. I'll have to look into that. Where's I can go it? back and send it to you if I can find it. But yeah, it's pretty funny. And none of them knew if they could actually say anal on the uh, MX Sports um, <laughs> interview. Maybe that's what I was on was Pro Motocross, their channel. That's great. But yeah, it was kind of funny because they're all like, are we allowed to say that word? Like, can we say it? And everybody's like, I don't know. And we just like, we probably shouldn't say it. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was weird, you know, but yeah, was American Motocross. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's uh, it's nice to actually see Barsha not being a crybaby dude like seeing him in like good spirits and stuff oh yeah he seemed he seemed hella happy yeah seeing him and mosman rowing down in the swap oh, yeah. when they were doing the interview with them that was just really cool oh yeah and then so, speaking of 250s man alex martin he's out oh yeah let's pour yeah. one out right off the bat for the martin brothers dude both of those teams took gambles and got hurt man that's uh I didn't hear if J-Mart's injuries are going to keep him out of next week. However, A-Mart is for sure out. I mean... It, yeah, J-Mart's stuff is a little iffy. His first yeah. post made it sound like he's not coming back. But then I think I saw something else that made it seem like he was trying to come back. But then I heard somebody else. I don't, we'll find I don't out. know either. Yeah, we'll find but out if, next week. Dude, one or two races in both seasons that these dudes are first signed to these teams and they get hurt with potentially season ending injuries. I think this is the worst case of just coincidental shit. Luck this sport has ever seen two brothers out, of the, out of the races the straight away. Same weekend. Yeah. At least it's not on the same straightaway this season. Oh man, yeah. if that happened again, where they got the same <laughs> lane, that's just that'd be a hair too much. That's yeah, that's gonna be nuts. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, on the overall results, Dylan Swartz with a ninth overall with an eight twelfth. So is Barex technically a privateer team, or are they a factory supported Suzuki team? I don't know. Um, they were 
a little bit supported, but I'm pretty sure Suzuki has pulled all their stuff. And I think isn't Bar X is the one that um Entignat put like all his pro winnings into. Oh, I didn't know that. One of the riders bought like a big stake in the team, and I can't remember one of the Suzuki teams, and I can't remember if it was that one or the Twisted T one. Well, if Internet rides for HGP, so maybe, yeah, it was HGP that he that he put it into. But Barx has has is another one like that where it's somebody just. Is stroking checks on the backside, dude. I don't. I think did a little bit of research for him last night when I was making a note of that and trying to think about which one it was. I I would what? lean towards them being privateer than factory supported because it's not like yeah. it's. No one's ever said factory Suzuki team when they're talking about RX. No, it's always just Bar X. Yeah, and then as Bar X on one of the only Suzuki's is usually what they say. Yeah, but, so I don't. If they're factory supported, it's definitely not anything like RM uh, KTM is. That's for sure. No, so, and I really don't think they have. I think they got factory support from JGR, kind of kicking stuff down to them. Mm-hmm. I think that was the extent of their factory support before. Um, I'm not 100% positive, but I am 85% positive that they are not factory supported right now. Yeah. So long story short, long way around that was, congratulations to potentially the highest privateer placing rider or privateer team. There's oh, a difference yeah. A privateer team and a privateer, privateer. But um, he was by far the highest placing privateer type rider in the 250 class this weekend. That was pretty exciting. And on a Suzuki, nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Those Suzuki's outdoors aren't bad, man. They have yeah, just as much power as everything else. Yeah, even in the 450s, they were killing it last year. Oh, yeah. Freddie speaking of the... Uh, speaking of Max, man, did you catch the Weege post-race where he was the co-host? Mm, I didn't get to... No, I didn't get to watch that one yet. Man, you got to watch that. If, if you're not a Max fan and you watch that, You'll have a little love for Max by the end of it. I know you're pretty well on your way to being a Max fan, but I'm saying for like our listeners, yeah. just catch catch the Weege, um, the greatest after race show or something like that that he posted up like today or yesterday. But him and Max oh, the, are having a good time. Race show ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then um, Jalik Swole getting after freaking Mathis, man, like. On the camera, just getting after him, dude. It's pretty good. Oh, well, I, I heard it. on the on the pod on Matt's pod uh, interviews that he, he does. He was giving him giving him some shit, telling him like, man, you know, you're not. Don't ever give me credit, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> like don't give me. Oh, uh, dude, props for he the got results. him. He got him good though. He's like, you're always leaving me on red on Instagram and stuff yep. like that. Like, dude, Jalik was getting after him, man. It was but pretty it's, funny. Uh, I think I heard oh, him yeah. drop the F-bomb one time, too, and I was like, your mom's going to beat your ass. Oh, uh, well, he asked Weege. He's like, Weege, can you edit this? And he's like, I don't know. Can we edit this? Like, are you good enough to edit? And he's like, I don't know. Too late. <laughs> and then he just goes in on Mathis, dude. That kid's got some character, man. I like yeah. him and That's Max great. together, though. They were, oh, man, that was a good show. Dude. I'll have to That's, watch uh, that one. 
I almost watched it, but it was it was twenty minutes long, and I had some other ones to watch in between when I could at work. Um, I, you should have watched that one instead of the others, dude. I probably, well now I wish I would have. Oh yeah, it's always better. Yeah. Um, that's uh, what else happened in two fifties? Oh, Jerry Robin, he's out potentially for the season. That was a pretty nasty wreck, man. It didn't look good, but I saw plenty of um. Avery was posting stories with him on yeah. Instagram today. We just walking, walking around, semi-normal. I mean, granted, you can't tell much from a five-second clip, but after that, you know, I was expecting him to be like posted up on a couch, not moving. Well, he didn't say that it was necessarily the get-off. It was he rang his bell like very, very good, like knocked out for like almost. He was knocked out. All the way until Alpine Star medics got there. Oh, really? Asterix medics got there. Yeah. Asterix, whatever the hell they call Asterix. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's why he got that big burn all the way across his like his arm and like part of his back. Because, I mean, if you saw the video, you saw that the silencer was laying on his back and the header was on his arm. So. Yeah, I don't know how you get unlucky like that. Get your yeah, and when you're knocked out, it's not like you can just bail out you know oh yeah the one thing you never expect to happen is your bike land on you twice in one month and get two sets of burns on your back you know oh yeah but jerry robin i guess poor guy and i can imagine this one's probably worse because he was out cold for so long dude yeah. like and it just sat there and and we all know how riding gear is like let's make the most meshy polyester that we can <laughs> you know yeah they weren't they weren't riding thick winter gear no, so I, I can't imagine that it would be, it would be a nice burn, you know. And then uh, I can't remember. Somebody else said somebody got hurt, and I can't remember who it is. Um, who was it? Was it Phil? Oh, well, Phil? we were talking about Phil and his shoulder, but he sounds like he's coming back. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying that these guys aren't coming back. Jerry Robin will probably. Be oh, no, back I was just saying, I know too. we were talking earlier about not being sure if Phil was coming back or not. He made a, yeah. he made a, he put up a post and I'm pretty sure he's coming back. He made yeah. it sound like he's like, you know, we got 20 more to go. Yeah. And that, dude, it's hard to say with him, though. Back. Cause he's the most negative, positive person ever, dude. Like his verbiage is always very negative, but like his personality, usually seems very positive like he will tear you down while building you up at the same time which is kind of weird it, like if you if you understand what i mean yeah see there's some guys did not finish it looks like jesse jesse flock might not have done too well he finished 39th in moto two maybe he went down um they remember. said phil tangled with somebody Oh, in four fifties, yeah, it was, yeah, off the start, um, yeah. Smith, that's it, yeah. Jordan Smith, Jeremy Smith, Jeremy Smith, yeah. There's too many Smiths. Come up Jay with a Smith. nickname. Jay yeah. Smith, Jay Smith, Jay Smith, Jay Smith. Um, yeah. Let's see. 
get that. Um, yeah, two fifties, man. Two fifties was it's kind of boring. The first second were boring, but I mean, they, there was still it was good watching some of these other guys put in rides. You know, I know you're a big yeah. fan of everybody being out there on the track at the same time, and I don't know who isn't. Um, and it's just Felt. exciting to see all of them, you know, getting to race each other again, watching. You know, I don't like shitting on people too hard, but it's kind of exciting watching Fortner not put it together. <laughs> Just like, fuck, man, I'm tired of that guy. I, he hasn't raced outdoors in forever, like pretty much since he moved up to the pro ranks. I don't think yeah. he's really raced in outdoors. Oh well, yeah, it's been two two years, and like I know, man, I don't, I don't know. I think it's like uh, JT put it. You know, you're on a team like that. If you got something you're worried about, your fitness or something or something, you have you just, the tools there to just, fix yeah, it. Yeah, you just say it. Yeah. And whatever you need to fix it is going to happen. And I don't know. And I, I know I'm probably not justified in it. And I'm being probably unfairly unfair against him, but I, I don't know. I guess it's that kind of difference between just between his personality as a young guy and having results like that. And then even with Eli, you see his results, but then you see him just be clearly frustrated about it. Whereas Fortner, like his frustration would probably be like, and you go like whine about it. I don't know. There's just, a big difference between Tomac and Fortner, though. Even Fortner's interview that they keep playing all weekend long, that you see, if you watch the qualifying and then watch the races, you see his interview probably 800 times over the course of it. And even his attitude about, you know, like, oh, obviously my, my goal is to win the championship. But then, like, there's a lot of ways you could say, I want to win the championship, but we have building blocks to get there because it's my first. And just the way he delivered that message I just getting to you huh yeah i mean i don't so many is different ways be you the can new, say it that's gonna be the new rick roll for tiller you just keep <laughs> sending him that interview no no <laughs> please don't please don't i just can't i can't handle it it's it was too much um it's just because it's keep playing it over and over again i'd almost rather the mount rushmore's over and over again instead of the interview um, oh yeah I don't, I don't know, um, but I still think I wouldn't be pissed if it turned into Lawrence Brothers and Cooper on the podium every weekend. Yeah, because I want to see a good battle between Cooper and either the Lawrence Brothers, but then also because I would love to see Hunter finish a full season and finish at least on the podium. Granted, I wish any of the other guys could get on the podium too. I'd love to see Colt finish on the podium. I'd love to see Joe finish on the podium. Right. But I just want to see Hunter finish the season and finish on the podium because I want to see him earn all of the talk that everyone had about building up about him. Yeah. You know, and to be able to come out, put a season together and be like, look, it wasn't just, Bullshit, you know, I did great in Supercross, finished the whole season, and I did great in Motocross. Yes, maybe I wasn't as fast as Jet, but, like, look, look, I did it. Because I was one of those guys that was like, Hunter, okay, cool, 
like I've yeah. heard about him, you know, and like I know he had some good races and he was really good in Europe, but like I don't know. You know, he's good as your last race. Jet's gonna have to be careful, man. That mm-hmm. dude has more grudges than a teenage girl. Dude, like he's just well, sitting there holding everything. Like him tapping Coop's front wheel and stuff like that, man. Like you're gonna end up biting off more than what you can handle, especially you get Coop, Moseman. I, I feel like half the field has a problem with Jet. You know? Oh, just, you know they do. A because yeah. just deep down inside, you know they're all like, "Why the f- are we talking about this kid all the time?" Dude, I was just getting ready to ask you that. How long does Jet stay as the fan favorite? Because they are giving him so much. You know, I think if he I mean, if he continues to Reed, put out Stewart, Carmichael, they all went from, oh, they're awesome to fuck these guys, and then when they they go to retire or something like that. It's like, Oh, these guys were the best, you know, but they're there for a while. A lot of people hated them, man. Cause a they're good. Jets good. Yeah. And B everything was about those dudes all the time. Just force fed all the time. It's going to be different because of how social media is now and how they can use it differently. Whereas, I think part of part of it was kind of when during those times you never got to see them putting stuff out all the time. Like, you know, Stu never got to get on Instagram and interact, you know, with a certain set of fans his way. And so everything was kind of how everybody else made it go. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's going to definitely have something to do with it, but I think it had something to do with it for him. Granted, they should have kind of controlled a little bit better, but so there was some of that. I think it's going to change how, at least how they can control a certain part of their fan base. I think there's going to be waves for sure, especially if Jet can't. Yeah. Ends but up how not many, being able to continually put it together for years. Yeah. Um, you know, how many people on to, his Instagram actually watch the races every weekend, though, too? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, that's going to be a. I mean, you're talking a very, very small percentage of, of overlap in between those two platforms, man. Well, that and then the age groups of people that watch the races all the time. You know, the younger people yeah. are obviously going to be a little bit more lean towards the younger guy that they ha- can closer relate to. But, yeah. um, you know, even guys our age and then maybe some older guys. Um, I don't know. I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe a guy like you know, Wayne, who's seen a lot more races live than we have, you know, maybe he might have some respect for Jets, like, skill, but maybe he's, you know, one of the guys or somebody like that. It's like, oh, yeah, he's clearly got skill, but, like, fuck like, that guy, you know. I'm, not saying that's what, I'm definitely not saying that's what Wayne said. I did not, but I just, yeah. just said, you know, some older people were just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't care for the kid because they think he's cocky like, and annoying. Like when Reed came in, man, and it was, like, him versus, like, stew or him versus rc or you know where the younger generation really liked him but the older guys that were already used to like the stew and the carmichaels and stuff mm-hmm. like that they were like dude this guy sucks not skills wise but just in general just just a, a general sucks you know yeah. like so and it's like 
I can't blame Smoker, man. Like, I, I said it even in Supercross. Like, I'm already tired of hearing about this kid. Like, we know he's good. Back it up, dude. Like, oh, I mean, I said it immediately after that first podium interview where oh, I said, yeah. I can't sign up for 12 more years of barking like a dog on the podium. Oh, yeah. Dude, you should have heard. He, if he grows Indy, up though. really quick you know, and can turn into more of like a hunter personality over the next three years where he just That's chills not it out. That's not I happening. could, I could kind of be there for it, you know, cause I think Hunter's the good balance. Like, you know, clearly he's, yeah. he can have fun with his brother. They're a hundred percent yin and yang dude, but he's like, so much, just so much more chill. Yeah. Um, and I think he's going to, be a much more mellow but then that's just my personality too you know and so i think that's the thing i think you and i our personalities are not the jet kind of personalities period um and he he is bringing some flavor back into the sport though i just don't want to see i don't want to see a show like you don't want to see a j-law show (laughs) no not like they did with stewart man no i mean some of it was kind of cool and then after a while that kid in his ego can't handle, or just a kid that age can't handle the kind of stuff that they gave Stu back then. That's why, you know. That's why Stu's gone. Yeah. And (laughs) Stu, that's why he's gone. That's why he got, you know, almost put in jail for impersonating a cop. Yeah. You know, as soon as that happened, man, he was, I was over, over him. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't care, you know, and so, and we, we all know big James ain't, isn't a pushover, right? No. And when things like that happen and you like, you just start to, to lose them and they're going out there, you know, I don't know. I hope, I hope that Jets family and parents and stuff don't let him turn into just some a crazy person, but man, I can't wait for them to tone him down. Well, the worst part is, is that I don't want to not... ruin his personality necessarily, but I, I just can't handle it. It's not like, even a couple years past where you could disappear up to Temecula or Ocotillo Wells in between the race weekends, you know, or you could just go to like a small town and, and just hang out and have a beer or something like that. I mean, social media keeps these guys on point 24 seven. And if it's not their social media, it's somebody else's. You act uh-huh. like somebody's not going to recognize those kids, especially around the area that they're living now. Yeah. You know? Well, that's and, just and like so the kind of activities they get into. Yeah. But then I think it all because of social media and stuff like that, then it, it does a different thing to their egos. Well, that and one screw up is worth a million of them maybe 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no more rental car antics. There's no more like you can't just go free ride anymore because otherwise your sponsors and shit will find out. Like you can't like there's no there's no off switch anymore, man. And I feel like it's going to go two ways. You're either going to end up like an Eli or you're going to end up where your personality runs you out. And mm-hmm. I don't want to see Jet get ran out, but I also don't want to see him become an Eli. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think. I think AP is a good mixture of both where his private life is still private, but he's still a goofball in front of the camera, but like a, a wholesome style goofball, you know yeah. what I mean? Where I, I think jet is still trying to find himself, but I don't think that the moto media is helping him out in any way. They're just keep 
just keep putting more more and more pedestals under them, man. And yeah. Even eventually as small they're as gonna we fall. Are, yeah. Or as small as the you know the moto media is, it's it, it, as small as we are as a sport and stuff, yeah. It's they're still not going to not use him to better their you know better the sport or better their own things because if they don't somebody will you know so it's a oh yeah it's a matter of just kind of biting the bullet and doing it but yeah it's it's he's gonna have to figure out really quick his own his own thing to you know because if he if it turns into like myrtle or his parents trying to control him to keep his personality uh under you know under control so he like doesn't do something stupid or just doesn't get annoying or wear himself out or whatever reason, the sooner he can figure it out himself and really come to terms with it and learn to control it. Then I think that's going to be the perfect mixture for him. Because if he, if he gets to the point where he's like, Oh God, I'm tired of you guys controlling me. Yeah. You know, or everybody telling me what I got to be for the camera because like all this weights on my shoulder just to grow the sport and shit, he's going to blow up. Oh yeah. And it'll become another, It'll become another J-Law incident where mm-hmm. the camera, he's just a super introverted kid that had a little bit of issues like the class clown in front of the camera. And then all of a sudden now he's a class clown all the time. And now he's doing more and more outrageous stuff to try to stay in the spotlight. And then it becomes like he should have his own episode of TMZ, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, I don't know. I just don't want to see him getting, eat up man i think he's got way too much talent for that and it it could happen and i don't want to see it the biggest thing to worry about for him is i think he's got a good group of people around him that can help him control his his personality type related stuff what i'm worried about is him not being able to control his his own uh control himself when he's riding and that he's going to end up getting hurt and hurt and that really just digging a hole in his confidence that you can't fix. Or really hurt somebody else. Because it's, mm-hmm. it, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. pretty apparent that he does care about his competitors, man. Like, mm-hmm. he goes out of his way to talk to a lot of people except for Moseman. And I think that if he did, like, accidentally really hurt somebody, I think that would take the wind out of his sails also. That's just me going out on a limb just from what I've seen and heard other people that, are around talk about like with him in general. Like, well, I mean, that's a real thing, you know. I mean, think about um, even Atlanta this year for McAdoo. I'm sure, yeah. regardless of how intentional or like whether or not he, you know, the argument about him being able to be out there or not, you take away all that. That incident happens the same again with um, him and oh, holy cow, Marchbanks. No, um. When the, Pierce Brown, when you know, he the landing on him. incident, um, there was who was so many got airlifted. Bro. Who got airlifted out? I can't remember. There was a on, lot of incidences that weekend. On the, uh, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm blanking on that. I'm blanking too, man. The AJ AJE team. Now I'm drawing a blank with rider oh, names, dude. Yeah. You put me oh, on the spot. I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I don't remember this. But anyways, but so that rider that he that he he had the incident. The rider got hurt and had to get airlifted out of there. Right? You know that played McAdoo. 
McAdoo did not take that lightly. He's not a dick, yeah. right? So, yeah, exactly. So the same thing to Jet and a guy, a guy that's even more bubbly than McAdoo to Jet. You don't, you can't, they can't afford for that to happen to Jet Lose. because then all of a sudden, yeah, close, yep, close. Um, how did I forget that, man? We were talking about that for like three days. We both did. Um, yeah, yeah. So even the same thing happens to Jet, and then all of a sudden, like Jet could turn into the real bad guy. You know, yeah. Say none of them were ever that bad, but say him and Moseman were getting into it, and then Moseman got real hurt all of a sudden. Jet's not going to be so fun anymore. No, I'm not saying that Jet's like an evil guy or anything by that means, but but to your point, just all it takes is one bad mistake and you got to deal with a whole different situation, right? And yeah. so, back to my point, if he can't control his writing stuff, then that's that's going to be what he's gonna got to de- got to deal with. Um, I think he's got the group of people around him to deal with his personality and whatnot, and they've got a plan there. Hopefully, it doesn't burn him out, and that's something that they're just gonna have to monitor month by month. Um, is whatever this plan they've got to use him and his brother to, to grow our sport. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we, we were talking about all the things <laughs> they used to do and stuff. I was just imagining, I was like, yeah, poor old Jet's not going to get to go out and have have dates stuff when he's 18 because he's just going to be on, on social media everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got to make it weird. I've never been that popular. Even at the height of my popularity, I think like four people knew who I was. So <laughs> it's I I cannot relate to that at all. You yeah, know? I mean it's a little bit different. Like within the racing community, like I can show up to a track and like run into people that I know and stuff like that. But that's different, man. Like there, it, it's not like it's not like if I would show up to a track and everybody knows who I am. You know, mm-hmm. like so it even like what was it last winter? I went to the aim show in columbus and carrie hart was there man almost nobody recognized carrie hart me and my brother were like oh shit that's carrie hart dude and he's one of the most recognizable guys oh yeah and we went up and like we're talking to him and like got our pictures and stuff and as soon as the picture got taken man everybody showed up and i doubt like half the people knew who that who it was you know but they were just Oh, there's people getting their pictures taken with that guy. Let's go get our picture taken. But yeah, like tattoos. Yeah. Like we were standing just like right next to him. And then we went to the bathroom at the same time. And I was like, I was like to my brother, like, bro, I'm pretty sure that's Carrie Hart. Man. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like 90% certain. And then of course, like, yeah. And then I, I get all fanboyish, you know, because that's Carrie Hart was a big deal when I was a kid, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So he still is. Yeah. But it's like if going you know. out to, yeah, if you know, going out to places like that, like, I I don't know what it's like. So I can't, like, have any type of empathy for those kind of people, you know? But I can't imagine it would be nice just to, like, if he wants to go show up to, like, an amateur race at, at um, I don't know anywhere out there you know Mm -hmm. like glen helen or paula or or anything like that like he can't just go you know what i mean like he he can't just show up places without people recognizing him probably Mm -hmm. and that's gotta suck dude like you can never just not be you if that's the case you know what i mean yeah 
And yeah, they're going to keep playing it up and it's not going to get any easier for him, you know, especially where they live out there, you know, yeah. it's motocentric, everything. Um, I don't know. And it's, you know, it's even thinking about, I know they, they run short on things to talk about on the broadcast, but each weekend already two weekends in, they're still talking about the, the donut dog shit from last year. Yeah. Who cares? You know, yeah. give the fucking dog a donut and let's just be over it, dude. Like, yeah, let's he, move on. Yeah, it's making like it's not making it's not making Jay Coop look any better, you know, and it's just amplifying Jet. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. We've got the sports got a long way to go. They, they figured that stuff out. But I do hope I want to see both. I want to see Hunter finish more than I do Jet because Jet can get away with a season with an injury. I personally just want to see, um, or maybe not injury. Maybe his bike blows up three times. I don't want to talk about him getting hurt, but maybe his bike blows up three times. He doesn't finish in the podium in the top three. I if think we Hunter get, needs a full season we, finish more. Yeah. Well, if we get a mutter, you know all the Hondas are going to blow up because they have one of the shittiest cooling systems in the world on them. So you could get your wish, man bunch of fairies just blowing fans on the in the radiator pretty much yeah magic fairy does cooling system (laughs) they just Uh, don't for whatever reason they just don't handle like the oversized radiators as well they lose like you put oversized radiators on them and it's almost like they lose a bunch of pressure through the system i we could get into all the technical stuff later but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Other than that, um, I don't have much not, else to add, man. I don't know. I don't know how I want to see the how do I, how I want to see it play out. Um, I want to see a Yamaha win the manufacturer's titles for both two fifties and four fifties. That's all I care about. Dude. Like, well, they've got the best chance. Well, yeah, they only have like half the field in two fifties, but yeah. That's uh-huh. if if it was up to me with motocross designations, I'd just be like, "Star, take all your guys, go." And it'd be like, "Well, Fernandez is this French," and I'll, you'd be like, "Yeah, but he's not going to ride for France because they have way better guys suited for that track." Just go with Yamaha, bro. It'll be cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, same colored flags, just oriented a little different. You'll be that right. would eliminate the whole team <laughs> arguments about like everybody not being able to talk. You yeah, know? like oh, just yeah. pick everybody from the same team, and that that eliminates half of our battle. Yeah. Then Kawasaki can quit being a bunch of little girls, dude. Like, just get your fucking LCQ bikes over there, dude. Go. (laughs) Figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, even the, you know, actually looking at it, again, only four motos in, but the four motos championship standings, Jet Lawrence, Justin Cooper, Jeremy Martin's not going to be there. That's why I did six, because Jeremy Martin's probably not going to be in the top five for much longer. Hunter Lawrence, Garrett Marchbanks, and RJ Hampshire. It's nice to see RJ back. Potentially the top five range. Um, I mean, we already are to the point where sixth is already 50 points behind first yeah. place. Because first and second are just hella consistent. Yeah, but it's, um, 
did you hear Shimoda's interview though? Where they're like, what happened the first week? And he's like, I just rode bad. I don't know. I overthought it. I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah, he's like so chilled dude. the way he talks about it. Like, I think yeah. even Mitch even said he straight, straight up said, Yeah, he just came back and sincerely apologized for like, I started in second. I'm sorry. I screwed it up. Yeah. Dude, his, uh, you got me turned on to that DMXS podcast, man. And his interview on that, I listened to it coming back from the late model race on Saturday night. That was a good was, one, wasn't it? Dude, I, I learned, I, it was hard for me to gain more respect for the kid and yeah. listening to that interview. It happened. Like, yeah, that's, I, I think I said the same thing after I listened to it. I was like, I already liked him, but after yeah. listening to that interview, I'm, I'm on, I'm on board. Yeah. Cause like I was there live when he was like, I, I did not deserve this podium. Yeah. And everybody was like, bullshit, <laughs> you know, like three quarters of the thing of getting up there is the guy in front of you having bad luck you know yeah. and you having good luck but it's uh like i respected him a lot that night you know and then just watching him through the course of supercross just kind of bloom into what he is and then going back and listening to that interview and hearing him this weekend and stuff i'm like dude that that's a humble kid that is not afraid to fight for what he wants though mm-hmm. you know so it's i don't know We'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, you give him two good, two more good weekends with good starts. Oh yeah, Maybe fight for top three, top three, uh, championship this year. This year, I could see it. That would be exciting. Oh yeah, got gotta fix the bad weekends, but yeah, because I mean everybody else could have some have some bad weekends. Oh I yeah, don't know. I like it. I do want to see Hunter finish on the podium, but if it ends up being just. Jet Lawrence, Hunter Lawrence, and Justin Cooper on the podium every weekend. I'm gonna have to write some letters to uh, NBC to fix the fix the broadcast. Me like, you know, the second you see all three of them in podium contention, camera goes to somebody else. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was getting at with the whole grudges with Jet, man. Like, Cooper owes him at least a little smack. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I, I the only reason Cooper didn't go down is because he was in good shape and had fast reflexes. Mm-hmm. Like Jet straight up tried to take his front wheel out, dude. So that's uh, do we see something in the future? It's never when people want it to happen. You know, if, if the guy is cool still wants paybacks but it's cool he'll drop you at the beginning of the race yeah like the first like turn did. yeah like the first turn but i cooper's fast enough he don't have to worry about that i wonder know? about jacob's personality if he can control that that well or if he you know if he's just kind of can hold the grudge against jet just enough to say i'm just gonna let let him take himself out I don't you know. know. Or maybe he holds on to that too long. He's like, oh shit, Jet's running away with this. He's gotten a couple more wins on me. And he's getting the points. I'm going to have to get proactive about taking him out one race. Well, the thing is, then is that's you where it gets it. a little like, little You only got maybe two two races to make it happen, man. Anything after that, now it's new. Yeah. You know? At least that's the way I've always looked at it. 
Like, yeah, you, you can't, you can't be like Moseman and Jet where they started it based on a whole six months ago and then it went into three races, you know, where they took yeah. each other out over something that happened last year. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Put your big girl pants on. Let's go. Yeah, move on you to know. But Cooper's also, uh, it, he should probably be on a 450, you know, so... He's got that maturity where I think he knows when and where a lot better than some of the other folks that are racing on the 250s. I mean, he's no Martin Brothers where, like, they raced everybody in the top five of 450s and 250s like a decade mm-hmm. ago, you know. Um, but he's not far behind those two either. No. I think he's only, like, a year or two behind them. Not but, too far. Yeah. Other than that... um, you got anything else for the 250s or you want to jump into some GNCC and then close it out? 250s. No, I think we I think we touched on it, you know. Um RJ did really good this weekend. It's unfortunate that he didn't keep it together to end up in the the top after the second moto. Um I, don't know, I was excited to see Colt do better this this weekend than he did last. So I, you know, not worried about him being a 10, 10 every weekend. He's um, too hot and cold for me to get behind, man. I just, you know, maybe give me, give me, I want to see what he does next weekend or next race weekend, uh, at high point to see if he can, uh, do something different on, you know, the different style tracks more on the Eastern side. Yeah. Um, and see if maybe, Maybe he had the 250 Supercross hangover. I don't know. I was going to try to sneak away and get to high point this weekend, man, but I'm going to race this weekend. So well, it's next weekend. Or, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, races both weekends? Yeah. Hmm. Marty. I wish I could, man. Get but back into it. Yeah. Well, sometimes racing yourself is better than watching racing. So, Oh, the generator will be running in the trailer with the laptop streaming it anyway. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think uh so did that. Moseman wasn't pumped on his ride. He could have done better. Um I don't know about Volan. We'll see what he does next next race weekend. He's a kid, man. Like, I know. But it, as long as it he was just everything the race was in like, the top fifteen. Yeah. Well yeah, and that's where we started with, right? It was like it's yeah. kinda kinda expected, but he set the I bar kind of high. He did. He, he really set the bar kind of high. That kid uh, can start, dude. He, yeah. he might be the one of the best starters I've seen in a long time. Oh, speaking of starts, you know what we didn't talk about? Webb with yeah. that whole shot in 450 Moto 2. Yeah, and but how long just, did it last? Like, uh, the next yeah, I mean, yeah, so <laughs> I'm not a whole saying like, a whole shot. I'm not saying the, the saviors arrived, but he got – he got the whole shot, so that was something, right? So he's, yeah. he's still, eh, you know, and he was still running up there, and then he, he faded. So I don't know. Maybe that was just a, a shine on the on the way up. Maybe yeah, that 450 Supergrass him. hangover is a little bit heavier, and he's just got to figure it out. I don't I'd know. rather I see that than him start in 10th place. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure he does too. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Roger would love to see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. And I think that's about it. Cool. You want to you want to do some GNCC stuff that you don't G- really know anything about? GNCCCCCCCC. <laughs> right. Let's start it off with the Saturday show on the ATVs, man. 
so they're racing in Mason Dixon. Fun thing about this track: half of the track is in Pennsylvania, half of it's in West Virginia, dude. Are there any fun laws that you can break in West Virginia that you can't break in or one or the other? So you could get drunk while you're racing while you're in West Virginia, but then when you cross over the Pennsylvania track, you have to be you can't be drinking while you're racing. Uh I don't think so. I'm sure no. there's some jokes that I could come up with real quick, but <laughs> besides the couple of uh cuss words, I'm still trying <laughs> to keep it fairly PG, you know? Um, so uh we'll, we'll do those. We'll do those in the Discord where yeah, there, yeah, are, yeah. there are zero rules. So uh let's see atv saturday race pro overall we had walker fowler um hunter hart hunter hart is that kid's good man um you have to watch one of these races with me sometime man so hunter hart is a real young kid that's coming up and i want to say this is his first year of being a pro and he was given fowler hell dude i love to see it uh, we got the sneaky snake, Jared McClure, who sneaky snake, yeah, snuck Is up. Is that his dude. actual nickname, or did you yeah. just give him that right now? No, that's his actual nickname, dude. Oh, my Jared, God. becoming a bigger yeah. GNCC fan by the minute, right? And then uh, he actually did sneak like up into third place, dude. Like last second, point zero point seven two one difference in between him and mcgill because he snuck it in literally in the last two laps 11 mile course and he made the third place pass the last lap with like two turns to go that's epic oh yeah and then in fourth place we have the gator adam mcgill and (laughs) nicknames are killer right dude they have awesome nicknames man and in fifth place we have john glotta jr uh haven't seen a lot out of glotta this year He's, I mean, he's still fast. Obviously, you can still put it in the top five. Um, and then for Sunday's race, we had the bikes, pro bikes. We got Stu Baylor, uh, old Ben Kelly coming in second, Jordan Ashburn coming in third, Josh Strang bringing home your fourth place finish. And I can't remember Toth's first name. It starts with a J. J dot space Toth came in fifth place. I can't remember what it is, man. I, I know most of these guys' names, and of course, I can remember them when I'm not doing a show, but as soon as I have to purposely remember the names, yeah, I, I forget them, dude. Well, so, it's telling you J dot space, so yeah, it's, it's hard. You're not having to remember it, you're trying to. Well, no, they post up their. So GNCC posts all the results with the first name, last name, where they're from, and what class they're running. And I just completely forgot what his first name was. But as soon as I hit end stream, I'll remember it. Gosh. But other than that, we got the uh, the old Sunstar drive of the race. Snuck this one in. This is oh, actually why. To motocross. Yeah, this is actually why we were like a minute late is because we were trying to math four different motos in about three seconds. Well, not we. I was just typing. Uh, Tiller Your was trying to do. While I was trying to yeah. do visual math really fast. <laughs> right. So we have in the two fifties we have the old Garrett Marchbanks with a plus thirteen, 
Uh, 13 passes in one race is pretty good. And then we have Falk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at least. That's just from first lap to last lap. First counted lap to last lap. Um, And then we have Falk in the 450s with another plus 13. And now this is the fun one. Are you ready? Bro Taco soused it. So I say Amart did, man. That was a weird wreck coming up over that. I don't know what happened, Um, but he soused it. I thought about it the rest of the year, but I didn't. I wasn't sure if that qualified because it was still qualifying. It's Uh, in the name, bud. It's qualified because he's qualifying. Yeah. (laughs) And then too, I also didn't know if I wanted to pick those because they're not coming back. Uh, I I just wasn't sure. I don't blame you for doing it. I just I couldn't. I couldn't commit. I was I was hoping there was going to be something a little bit more like epic too. and then the AC one I didn't wreck, so I don't know who else to pick. Okay. Well, his yeah, his the his wreck in the second moto wasn't wasn't that great. The bike just slid out. Yeah, he picked it right back up and got back on. Um, yeah, and he still finished in the top five overall. So yeah, uh, it wasn't that bad. It's not like he was leading and just completely like dropped the bike. So, um, but mine mine was definitely all uh. Old Justin Barsha. I don't even remember. I don't even know when this was, and they didn't catch it on on camera. Um, but if you get a chance, he had a a wreck. It's on the Team Fried Instagram. Um, a, it's funny because the whole the whole comment section is is fantastic. Um, oh yeah, pretty sure I shared it in the Discord, so you can check it out there. But he had one wreck where he was going, and I don't even know how to describe it. The bike just kind of launched him over and he almost pulled a McAdoo where he was still holding onto the handlebars. He flung around, landed on his feet and then ended up still just staying. Like he never technically really hit the ground. His bike mm. flung him around, hit his feet and then he ended up just standing up. Like it was a practice move. It <laughs> where was, he's like, what just happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he ended up standing up, he was just kind of like, huh? Okay, cool. Good deal. <laughs> yeah. And then he just we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah. So it's so good. So I didn't good. catch that one. I'll have to go back through the Discord and look. I don't um, know if I can, you know, actually, I might not have posted the link. Um, and I, I just posted a photo of it in the comment section. But right now, I'm posting the link to it in the, if I can hit the right buttons in the Discord. There it is. When you get a chance, oh, check it I just out. got it's the hilarious. Old beep, beep, dude, so it must be posted. Let me see if I can pull it up, dude. Oh, you might be able to pull it up on the on the stream. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, button clickies. Button clickies. Screen share. Window. Media drop from the old Discord. Share. Is it working? Uh, we're seeing it. Yep. Yeah. And then click. I oh, it's still it. just showing Discord. Oh, it hasn't come up yet. There it goes. Is it coming up now? No, because it's just showing the Discord window and not your actual screen. All right. So before I hit play, so this is what Discord looks like, everybody. Yay. Um, This is why it takes us so long to do stuff because I am technically not very good. 
Let me see. Here we go. Team Fried. Bam. All right. There we go. Yep. Yep. So this is from teamfried.co. Says uh, original audio teamfried.co. Ayo. Nice save at Justin Barsha at Pro Motocross. We're going to watch this thing real quick. It's just going. He's going. Like says, whoop. <laughs> That's great, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. I gotta watch it again. I still it doesn't look like he ever ten his his bright boot might have hit the ground. But I don't it did. Think he, he kinda dubbed a little bit too hard. Yeah. That last I'm, part, dude, the last part is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and even when he's coming back around, his boots still just land on top of the bike, so he never really hits the ground until his feet yeah. slide off the bike. A little again, slow and motion, just... like boop. It, <laughs> and of course, the team fried guys throwing up some crazy music to go along with it. Yeah. And we probably got kicked off of YouTube for doing that because whatever. They they don't know. Yeah, but shit yeah. will be all right. And Let's be honest. None of those nerds are watching an hour and a half of this show to figure out that we posted something from Instagram on our live video. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Then the the all the comments about his his epic gear from this weekend are are fantastic. Oh yeah. Too. The fact that it, he owned it owned it too was <laughs> so. Oh yeah. He's, I can't wait to go watch that press conference. What was it in the press conference? Um, without giving the total spoiler, he said something like. Of course, the team fried guys caught on to it. Tag me in the post. <laughs> and then, like, it grew from there. He goes, and then I got a call from Troy Lead Designs, the design team, and they said they absolutely did not mean to do that. He's like, but with all the hype it created, we might as well come up with fancy clothes or fancy gear like that all the time. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it was in, like, barsha fashion where he's he's talking about a bunch of other stuff too but it's yeah it, it was great dude you should definitely check it out i'll check that out yeah i can i i could maybe believe sure the design team's like yeah we we didn't mean it uh, somebody there saw it well the worst part was is it's it not happen. just that colorway either it's in like three or four different colors across that whole gear line yeah somebody like Cause I saw the I saw the mountain bike, uh, yeah, final post too, um, yeah. and I, there's no way somebody in the review process did not catch that and just let it happen because it was hilarious. Impossible. Oh yeah, that would be a Doug move where I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it looks good, looks great, and I'd be like, ha. Oh, I've, <laughs> you know? I've I've done that exact thing before, or <laughs> or I have intentionally finished something so that it had a a secret something you know just oh, to yeah. see if it would slide by and just let it slide and then when it was out there it was like hey did you catch what i did <laughs> looky over there <laughs> yeah definitely definitely done that before so i, I oh yeah i can cause i can just imagine seeing troy Lee sitting in his office waiting for this to happen so he can just laugh his ass off the entire time oh, yeah dude he probably has absolutely nothing to do with any of it anymore i think he only paints helmets now yeah, like, I mean, just even if he did, though, it's like they would just make nothing would make me happier seeing him just giggle in his office. Like oh, when, yeah. when the Internet explodes after they found this gear. It's so like, good. how do you not, though? Like. 
of course i am a giant man child like so i think those types of jokes are hilarious right mm-hmm. but how do you not just be like oh shit like that's actually really funny but don't do it again you know what i mean like yeah even if he didn't catch it now you know he's still laughing about it if he didn't catch the original he's laughing about it now i just hope that he saw it and was just waiting for this to happen so he could laugh even harder it's so good so good but other than that i think we were pretty well done yeah Um, i don't think i have anything else nah uh the only other things that we do have Bro Taco Hot Sauce. Go visit Sean at BroTacoFoods.com. I got my four bottles of Brap Sauce in the mail yesterday, I think. I opened it up today. Dude, he packages them. Fucking mint, dude. Oh, the new packaging. Yeah, it's changed again since the last one I got. It felt really classy. And he got a new new sticker in there, too, that looks pretty sick. I don't know if I'm going to put it on, but it's it's pretty sick. It's got a nice, like, matte finish on it. I got to find something to put it on. Hell yeah. But if you want a cool sticker, see some cool packaging, and have some of the world's best hot sauce, brotacofoods.com, code PTTG for 20% off your order. Also, don't forget to stop over at sunstar-breaking.com. Hit support up with an email. Uh, Anything about PTTG in the subject, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Also, power the number two, theground.com. Stop on over, play pickums with us. Uh, from Tiller not having high hopes, that guy scored a lot of points. You're probably still in the running if you have missed the first two weeks. So, no issues there. I know I missed this week because I was out running around doing what I do on the weekends, which has everything to do with race fuel and horsepower. So, I yeah. might or might not have missed this week. And However, even then, even then, I think we'd uh, we're definitely going to do. I haven't decided when we're going. I guess if we're going to do it by month, we've only got one more round in June. Yeah. So after the end of June, I'm going to throw some of my doll hairs um, in, and out of everybody that's entered or played around in june for the first three rounds of moto i'm gonna do a little random email drawing for a gift certificate to somewhere i haven't decided where yet. ponderosa steakhouse maybe i don't even i don't even know if those still exist dude i don't know maybe it just popped into my head jesse also says that he is gonna do a facelift in a couple weeks so that's for the cute. Pickums page, not Jesse's actual face. Oh, I was about to say I like the beard. I was gonna, I was gonna be sad yeah. if he did his own facelift. Nah, he could just take some of like the beard hairs and just pull them up behind, just kind of oh. tie them off or something like yeah. that. He's I got a pretty touch. short beard though. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure something out. But so be on the lookout for that. Um, he's always messing around with the website. There's always cool new stuff going on there. So uh, don't forget to stop over power the number two theground.com. Stop over, say hi to all of us. We also have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, and we have a Discord that you can find on the Facebook page. I think Jesse pinned it up towards the top. So stop on over, say hi. Uh, you can talk shit to me, Tiller, and Jesse 
or we can talk moto. It's up to you guys. Stop by, say hi. It's pretty fun. Hi. As you can see, we we post uh, random <laughs> videos all the time on there. Like, hey, did you see this? Hey, did you see that? Hey, check this out. Hey, Justin Barshall's gear says anal. Oops, I yep. said it. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that's uh. Oh, Discord is apparently linked up on the homepage. So there we go. We got the uh, the old boss man on the YouTubes, which means we haven't been kicked off yet. So it is very much on the on the homepage, right there. Oh, is it? Yeah, I always get distracted by the video that I keep forgetting. You can scroll down past that. What you're getting distracted by, like shiny objects? No. Never heard of it. Right. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna jump off and probably talk a little shit amongst ourselves on the back end. Uh, until next Monday, 6 30, uh, not 6 31, like I started today. We're usually pretty good about starting at 6 30. However, we'll catch you then, and hopefully, you get to jump on and play some pickums with us in the in the coming up, uh, coming up rounds. Until High next point. time, high point. Till next time, guys. Peace. Peace.